you know what? I'm not cool, but I'm okay with that. This is the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 185. There's a rhyme Hey there, Tony here, and it is the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, and it is episode 185. And just like I told you back in episode 184 that uh, this one would be sooner than a week, shorter time than a week. I forgot how I put it. Anyway, as you can tell, it's just a few days later after 184, and it's just because I want to kind of stay on a certain schedule with this. Um, ah, you're not interested in that. It's just just know that I wanted to keep bringing you good stuff. Hopefully you enjoy this stuff this week. Um, you know, right at the very beginning, you heard me say I'm not cool. So that may perk your ears up and go, well, tell me something I don't know, Tony. I mean, duh. But I'd like to explain what I meant by that. And uh, I know this may tarnish my image as a world-class, super cool singer-songwriter forever, but I'll say it anyway. You know what? I've never done drugs. Now, I can't say I've never done any drugs. I can't say that uh, because I have had a couple of fairly serious operations and I had to take drugs for pain and, you know, that sort of thing. What I'm talking about is, you know, the illegal stuff. I have never done any of that. I'm not even, I've never even smoked pot and that's no lie. And uh, um, I was a professional musician for a long time, so that may seem a little hard to believe. But, uh, you know, I know that it means I'm not cool to most people, uh, you know, to admit that I didn't do all that. But uh, I can live with that. And I don't believe I've ever been what uh, anyone would call hot either. You know, he's so hot. But, uh, you know, I was okay enough to get a beautiful wife, so bam, take that, naysayers. Well, okay, I got that out of my system. Now, it just seemed like something I needed to be completely open and as so many people say nowadays, authentic about. And uh, you know, now I can see my audience just uh, scampering to find another much cooler singer-songwriter to follow. So, bye. Bye, everybody. I hope you'll come back someday. Hello? Can I hear an echo, echo, echo? <laughs> Please don't tell anybody else what you've learned here today, okay? That's all I ask. Just, uh, you know, the ones who still think that, you know, he's okay... Uh, let them keep, uh, you know, tuning in and listening. So maybe you wonder, and I hope you do, because I'm about to, to share it with you. Why did I never do drugs? Well, I can't really take all the credit. I give the credit to God. And thankfully, I connected with him when I was 13. And uh, I thank my grandmother for that. And I wanted to do things and and live in a way that pleased him when I was uh, at that age and in a few years after that, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I didn't succeed all the time. In fact, far from it. But during those uh, teenage, you know, mind of mush years, I did pretty well. At least well enough to stay away from the substances that would, you know, just to, they just would have changed who I was. And, 
probably changed the direction of my life uh, in a bad way. But um, you know what? It's not cool to put your faith in the world. That's not cool. So no matter how many millions or billions of people think it is, it's not. And after I became a professional musician and a singer-songwriter, I had lots, and I mean lots, of opportunities to partake of drugs, especially pot and cocaine. And I remember a time when I was uh, I was playing a very popular spot in Atlanta, Georgia. I lived there for a year, and uh, there was a very nice-looking girl who came up to me when I was on a break and said, uh, follow me. And literally, she that's what she said, follow me. You know, okay, I'm a guy, <laughs> you know. I'm a red-blooded American male. I wasn't married then, so I did. We went into another room, and she pulled out her cocaine and offered me some. Now, for me, that was really weird. I, that stuff just didn't, it didn't happen to me in my life. Um, I, well, it did then, I guess, but it was just weird to me. So I said, no thanks, and, you know, mumbled some excuse, and then I, I said I had to get back to work, and, and I uh, quickly went back to my keyboard where I was playing music that night. And uh, there, were, there were lots of times also when guys would approach me to either compliment my voice or the songs or the way, you know, the set went or something like that. It's, that happened a lot. And sometimes when they shook my hand, there'd be a joint in it. Now, is, that, is that the right word? Joint? Doobie? Uh, marijuana? Cigarette? I don't know. I don't know what they call it. I'm, see, I'm not cool. They would, they would uh, shake my hand and there'd be that little, you know, little marahoochie in there. And, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, they'd probably be a, more than a little mad at me to know that I just flushed that stuff down the toilet. Um, that's true. I really did. And back in the 80s, when I was doing full-time work as a musician, and I mean literally full-time, those kind of things were pretty commonplace in the circles I played. They probably still are. It's just that the venues are different now. And I, I wrote a song about it. It's called Fly By Night. And I the lyrics are on TonyFunderburg.com uh, forward slash not cool. So you can see the lyrics if you... I, I'm about to play it. That's why I'm sharing that with you. I'm about to play that song. It's an old hotel recording. I've shared several old hotel recordings because... I would record on the road back then in hotel rooms and get it as quietly, uh, as quiet as I could. But, you know, the, the quality of the recording wasn't all that great, but I wanted to record it so I would know later on if I ever wanted to redo it, how it went. And this was one of those. It's called Fly By Night. It's talking about how life of uh, being cool is pretty much fly by night.
Yeah, you might say it don't last too long. It just, the cool, it goes away. Uh, I sort of took it for granted that most people would understand what that expression is, fly by night. Maybe you've never heard that expression. Fly by night just means it's here and gone, here today, gone tomorrow. So hopefully that clears it up. And something that's not here today and gone tomorrow is the love of God. And I'm so thankful for that because his is, his love is so much better than mine. It's, uh, well, because his love doesn't have the same time or physical limits that I do. That doesn't mean that he's outside of time. That's not, not what I mean. But obviously he's spirit and he's not coming to an end in any way, shape or form anytime soon. In fact, never. But I am. Now, God sees us fully, body, soul, and spirit. And uh, I know I'll only last in this world for a relatively short time. It'll go by so fast. It's already going by so fast. My physical body will just wind down, give out, and eventually expire. So despite what social media and marketing experts say, don't follow me. Well, not in the philosophical sense anyway. My, my faith, hope, and love spring out of the living water from my Creator. And I think yours should, too. I love having you here on the podcast and, and reading my articles and, and supporting all the words and music and rhymes and reasons. I love all that. And it's awesome uh, and humbling to know that I'm now over a thousand downloads and listens every month. To the podcast. That's just, it's mind boggling to me. Uh, it's nowhere near what some of the, you know, the big guys have, the guys who have lots and lots and lots more followers than me. But hey, I'm just one little guy here, you know, singing some songs, sharing some rhymes and reasons for why we're here. And the fact that a thousand downloads, over a thousand downloads and listens every month now is happening, it's just, that's just beyond me. It's great. Thank you so much. I feel so blessed. And I love all that. So I, I share that because that's great. But ultimately, uh, rather than even following me or even taking my word for everything that I say, and I know you don't, but ultimately your goal should be to go directly to the source, the Bible. The words there are, as the Bible says, God breathed. They came from him ultimately, and they're able to sustain your spirit. That's the kind of love he has. His love can sustain your spirit. Nothing that I or anyone else in this world can do could ever do that for you. But I can point you in the right direction. And um, when you have faith and hope and love, without trust and reliance on God, it's just like milk to a baby. You know, the milk will nurse the baby very well, but at some point... The baby's going to need some solid food. And the Word of God, I like this analogy. This is one that I use. The Word of God is like a juicy ribeye steak from grass-fed beef. And you know why that's the analogy I like? Because grass-fed beef is rich in omega-3. And omega-3 is a fatty acid essential to the health of your human body. But your body can't make its own. Hmm, interesting. 
And uh, here's the connection that I'm making. Maybe you've heard, and if you're a Christian and you've studied for any time at all, I know you have heard this, that Jesus is called the Alpha and Omega. And, uh, you know, he's, he's the uh, second person in the Trinity, the Omega-3. Hmm, I'm just, don't take that into, I'm just, you know what I'm saying. And that Omega, that Alpha and Omega, he is essential to the eternal health of your human spirit. And the human spirit can't make its own omega. Isn't that a cool uh, analogy? From omega-3 to the omega who's part of the the three? Ah, maybe it's just me. Well, my suggestion to you today is just put down the envy and the strife and the divisions and uh, stop behaving like mere men and women. And then go cook yourself a delicious steak with some fruits and vegetables and read some verses in the Bible as you eat. Your body, soul, and spirit will thank you. And that does it for the Rhyme and Reason podcast, episode 185 this week. Thank you so much for being there. Thank you for sharing this with others. Please leave me a rhyme. Uh, a rhyme. Please leave me a rhyme. I'm leaving you one, okay? Please leave me a review when and if you get the chance on Apple, iTunes, or Google Play. I think they have it there too. You know, I got to check to make sure they have reviews. But uh, you can also check out the Tony Funderburk presence on Amazon.com or Smashwords.com. Either of those places will show you books of mine. You can get a free book. If you just go to TonyFunderburk.com, look over on the right-hand side, put your name and... Uh, you can even send me a message right there. Say, hey, Tony, send me that stuff, dude. And I will. And you can circle me on Google Plus and you can like my page on Facebook. That would be awesome. If you spend a lot of time on Facebook, connect with me there. It seems like, uh, seems like there's a few people on there now on Facebook. Uh, you know, I got to check. But last I heard, there's a few people on there. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at the little 140 characters, which they say is going to be, I think, somewhere close to double that. So you can say two sentences there now. You can watch my videos on YouTube. And, of course, um, there are other places, but eh, that's all I'm going to share for now. I uh, just thank you so much for being there. And until next time, may God bless you and keep you. There's a